morning, everybody. Today is Shemot Perik Kafbet, chapter 22 of the book of Exodus. And chapter 22 continues exactly the same uh, line as the previous chapter, chapter 21. After the Ten Commandments, we are in the world of the Mishpatim, the ordinances, the statutes. Every couple of verses introduces a new law, law governing relations between man and man, how to uh, arrange and how to judge between various cases which emerge between people. For the most part, there is a focus on damages. Our chapter begins with the case of a trespasser, Baba Machteret, somebody who is tunneling underground in order to steal property and the person is then killed by the landowner. We move on to how to assess the damages done by fires. There is a very significant portion of the chapter devoted to the laws of Shomrim, of the different sorts of guardians that a person can be appointed, appoint and the varying levels of responsibilities. All of these topics fill the very, very heart of the famous uh, tractates of the Gemara, such as Bava Kama and Bava Metzia, just these few verses, whole uh, reams of Talmudic discussion are devoted to. There is a number of interesting uh, points mixed in with it as well. This uh, <coughs> chapter also contains a prohibition on witchcraft, but what is really attracting my attention, what I want to spend a couple of minutes thinking about, is actually the verses to do with not taking advantage of the weak and the defenseless in society. Now, these appear in at least two different places in our chapter, and they probably refer to a large theme of the Torah as a whole. If we speak of the Torah's holy trinity, of those which we are to be careful not to offend, not to hurt, it is the ger yatom v'almana, the stranger, the orphan, the widow, those who are with who stand somewhat outside of the social networks, of the webs of protection, those who are much easier to sideline, to marginalize, and to take advantage of. And it is well known for anybody who is familiar with the Torah that the Torah goes out of its way in order to protect these people. However, what I would like to draw our attention to is something which appears to be a unique feature of how this is discussed in the book of Shemot. And so we read in Pasuk Kaf, verse 20, You shall not take advantage of the stranger or oppress him. Because you were slaves in the land of Egypt. Kol almana vayatom Every orphan and widow you shall not oppress. So far, so good. Im aneta'aneoto, the verse continues, verse 22, but if you do oppress him, ki im tsa'ok elai shamor eshma tsakato, he will surely cry out to me and I will hear his cry. 
Vahara api, and my anger will be aroused. Vaharagti etchem bachareb, and I will kill you by the sword. Vahayun shechem almanot uvnechem yitomim, and your wives will be widows, and your children will be orphans. What jumps out at me as I read this, these verses, and this is pointed out in it by a wonderful essay by the biblical scholar James Kugel, is a critical part of these verses is not simply that we should take care not to oppress the defenseless. It's not simply the well-known idea that we should remember the experience of slavery in Egypt and therefore act accordingly on a higher ethical level, but rather it is the role played by God's hearing. If he shall cry out to me, I shall surely hear his cry. God, hearing the cry of the weak, is unable to not respond. He has an inbuilt, automatically, sort of a flinch response which is to punish those who oppress the weak because the cry of the weak has reached him and has affected him. Just a few verses later, Pasuk Kafe, verse 25, we read as follows. Im chavol tachbol salmat re'echa If you take as a pledge the coat of your friend, ad bo hashemesh tishivenu lo before evening, you need to return it to him. A person who only has, it seems, a garment, one piece of clothing, and they give this as a pledge for a loan, you are not allowed to keep it. Rather, you have to return it before nightfall. Why? It is his only clothing. It is the only thing that is going to cover his skin. What can he lie down with without it? Vishamati, and it will be if I cry out to him, I will he if he cries out to me, I will hear him, ki chanun ani, because I am compassionate. Once again, there is a critical role played by the cry of the victim and God's hearing and responding. And what's so fascinating is that when we get to Devarim Peret Kaftala, chapter 24 of Devarim, we have seemingly an exact repetition of all of these laws, but minus the role played by the crying of the victim. In chapter 24 of Devarim, Pasuk Yud Zayin V'yudchet, verses 17 and 18, we read, Lot atemishpat geriatom, you shall not pervert justice with regards to the orphan, to the stranger and the orphan, but beged almana, you shall not take the clothes of a widow as a pledge. Why? Because you shall remember that you were slaves in Egypt and I, God, took you out of there. Therefore I command you to do this thing. There is no role played by God's hearing the cry of the victim. Rather, the emphasis is upon the Jewish people to remember their collective experience in Egypt and act accordingly. In other words, there seems to be something unique to Shemot that the legislation based upon not harming and hurting 
those who are weakest is directly tied to God's love and infinite concern for the victim, so much so that he is unable to prevent his anger being aroused when he hears them cry out. And as I suggested in my point yesterday, that what is so fascinating within these laws in these chapters immediately after the giving of the Torah, we see that the specifics of very focused laws actually relates to the larger themes of Shemot as a whole. If I spoke yesterday about how the laws of the Ebed Ivri of the Jewish slave not being allowed or at least not being encouraged to sell himself in perpetuity forever are connected to the larger theme of the obligation to maintain our freedom, today it seems that the laws in chapter 22 the specific laws focusing on the orphan, the stranger, and the widow, and the taking of pledge, taking of, of pledges from those who have very little, is directly connected to the theme in Shemot of God hearing the cry of the victim. We will recall, of course, that Shemot began in chapter three with the following: Vayomer Hashem, God says to Moshe, Ra'oraiti et ani ami. I've seen the poverty of my people afflicted in Egypt. shamati, and I have heard their cry. Therefore, Moshe, let us join together to take Israel out of Egypt. And of course, Shemot will end with. The revelation after the incident of the golden calf in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu reveals his attributes of mercy, his Midat HaRachamim, where he reveals to Moshe and says to him, essential to who I am and essential to the relationship which we shall build is that I am Hanun Verachum, I am kind, I am compassionate, I am slow to anger, and I detest injustice. Everybody should have a wonderful day.